0: Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today in the show I have a very special guest who's a good friend of mine. Um, She has been working in the field of transformation for many years. Um, and she is here to talk about her new book, From Heartbreak to Wholeness. Uh, but before I introduce you, my special guest is, I just want to remind you that once the show is over and finished and done with, uh, if you click the link below this video, you'll be able to go through and download the free ebook version of my best selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So please let me introduce my good friend, Christine Carlson. How are you, Christine?
1: <laughs> hey, good, Natalie. Thanks for having me on.
0: Hey, great to see you doing. So uh, you have a new book out uh, from Heartbreak to Wholeness. Um, and this book is like the hero's journey to joy. Um, and uh, I know that uh, your particular uh, personal life experience makes you an absolute expert on how to get from pl- a place of grief and, and heartbrokenness to a place of joy and, and fulfillment. So uh, can you share with our community your story and how you got to writing a writing this book in particular
1: well you might um most know me and my late husband dr richard carlson from our work with the don't sweat the small stuff books so richard wrote don't sweat the small stuff um 20 20 years ago yeah 20 years ago and um that's what we're most known for but richard walked out the door he was 45 years old and he was on a business trip he was promoting his latest book and they had a pulmonary embolism on that flight. And so that really catapulted um, me and my family and a whole new journey, you know, moving through grief and loss as a family and um, sent me on a healing journey. And so this book is really the culmination of that journey. And what I've hopefully done is a shortcut um, for other people, their heartbreak um, in shown them the path to wholeness. And that's, that was my, my hope. And, and I feel that this book probably accomplishes that for many. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh,
0: you know, I, I don't think anyone can plan for something like that. Um, and, uh, you know, and I know that you and Richard were, were really were soulmates and were together from a very young age. So, um, you know, the, the grief that you felt um you know you it definitely makes you an expert to say the least (laughs) on this subject um but when we're talking about the book you know heartbreak to wholeness uh, is this book just for people who are going through grief
1: no it's actually for people who are going through any kind of loss of identity i mean the, the heartbreaking things are usually the big things that happen to us but we go through heartbreak over small things too and sometimes our heartbreak is a lot of experiences one on top of another and and we just feel sad and sorrowful so this book really helps a person move through that sadness and that loss of identity that can come through the loss of a job the loss of a home certainly the loss of a spouse and and through divorce or death and those big things you know we go through heartbreaking times and as a culture and as individuals yeah absolutely
0: so um, so let's say that someone's watching the show right now and they are feeling, you know, loss from, from you know, any of those type of things or, or any, what anything else that they may have been experiencing in their life. You know, what is, what's, the, what's one of the first things they can do to help get them out of that, you know, out of that
1: place? Well, I mean, the very first thing is to acknowledge that you're in a time period of, of loss. And I want you to know, and what I share with you in my book is that loss brings with it transformation. Now you are gonna transform whether you like it or not, because that's what change does to us. But what you have the ability to do is choose if you're gonna be better or you're gonna be bitter. And and that's really one of the cornerstones of growth, isn't it? If we wanna choose that, if this bad thing is gonna happen to us and we're gonna go through this annihilation that we have to go through, don't we want it to facilitate something great for us at the end i mean don't we want to say wow i made it through that and i'm a better person because i went through that yeah
0: well i think it's you know how we position our story um because we can either tell it from a place of empowerment or a place of trans transformation or we can stay stuck in our story and you know and stay the victim.
1: Absolutely. So that that really is kind of the huge pivot turn for everyone is to not live at the affect of their circumstances as a victim, but to be able to stand in what they're given and choose to be the hero of their own story. And I always say, you know, you're the hero that you're waiting for. You really are. And But you have to choose that. And let me just tell you that we all, when we're going through anything big, we leave her back and forth. Like nobody wakes up every day and says, yeah, let's do this thing. Like, you know, we have our days where we don't feel the hero. But if you know better, and you know that you have to step in, and that the way to step into your healing is to not be a victim, that's the empowered way. That's the way you're going to turn this loss and this adversity into something that truly you can grow from. Yeah, you
0: know, I love that. I actually had a friend of mine who was at a um, a meeting or an event where Michelle Obama was was speaking just recently, and someone yelled out, "You know, you should run!" and 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 Michelle was like, "Stop that." right now she goes don't look to me to be able to change your life she goes you need to look at what you can do in your immediate environment what you what you can do with the people that you love to be able to to make a change rather than wanting someone else to do something outside of you so i think that this book really helps people to be able to step into that empowerment as well
1: really, this book is about um, taking whatever you're given and turning it into a soulful journey. This is about living life soulfully and what your soul is calling you to do versus what your ego is calling you to do. It's it's rich with um, soul teachings and just allowing yourself to sink into your own growth and, and your own rediscovery and discovery and and be able to emerge from what you've been given, emerge from your circumstances into an empowered place, and ultimately to live happily and to live joyfully again. this That's the promise of this book for people. Yeah. So we, we're
0: saying from heartbreak to wholeness. Let's talk about heartbreak for a moment. Um, because I'm like, what's part of the process? Like, should we be feeling these emotions? Uh, should we be suppressing them? Should we be like trying to avoid them? Like, you know, what, what do you think is the healthiest way for us to be able to move through grief?
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm, um, proponent of feeling it to heal it. You know, you have to go all the way into your grief in order to, um, arrive out of it. You know, that some grief doesn't really go away it just lays dormant for another day it's like a it, it sits in a part of your body it sits in your soul it sits in your heart and you know that that's scary for people it really is especially scary for men i mean women tend to grieve longer and better in a lot of ways than men do because of just the whole idea of what it means to be raised as a man it's harder for men to grieve but it doesn't mean they have to grieve any less um, but, but it can be scary for people. But one of the things I want to share with you is that grief is quite a miraculous process and it is a self-healing mechanism. You know, A lot of people make grief your enemy. It's not your enemy. Grief shows up to help you heal. It's, it's your emotional response to the loss that you've endured. And it could be a big loss, a great loss, or it could be a small loss if you allow it, it just, it dissipates like rain, you know, rain comes down really hard and then it's dew and dew drops. And then the sun is out again. That's what grief is like. You know, you just have to remember that as you go into it, into each wave, embrace it, allow yourself to feel it, allow yourself to express it out. Then you're, you're going to feel much better. In fact, my senses for my own grieving process, I actually felt many times akin to bliss after I grieved. Properly,
0: right? Yeah, because that's the thing. If you're holding this inside, it manifests somewhere in the body, um, and it's you know an important what important process to get it out. Um, so, so tell us a little bit more about the book. Is there a process that you're taking people through in the book to be able to to move through grief?
1: Yeah. So there's nine chapters in the book, and it's really meant to be um, a step by step healing journey for you to also rewrite your story write your story as the hero's journey so i don't depict joseph campbell's work identically to joseph campbell's arc of the hero's journey but it definitely is imprinted in this healing um you know in the stages of healing that i move you through as you're emerging and rebirthing a new life so this book is rich in process it's rich in journaling, there's, um, you know, pretty amazing exercises in the back of each chapter that you go through that I lead you through. And then that's a big departure from uh, the, the other books that I've written. And it, it kind of comes a lot from my What Now program online too. Like I really realized, wow, well, I, I need to give people some tools, you know, some tools to go through. And so I feel like writing, whether you're a writer or not, it doesn't matter. Journaling is one of the most healing things that we can do. And of course, sharing our story, not only helps to heal us, but it helps to heal other people too. Absolutely. So um, is there like a time
0: period in which we can, we were supposed to grieve? Like if we've got something like, something like the book and we're working through it, can we take our time? Should we be barreling through? Like, what do you recommend?
1: You know, I, I think this is a book to really take your time with, I really do. I, I think that you can go ahead and read ahead and you might not feel like you're in that space at all, but at least you'll know where you're going. Hmm. And I think that's a great, um, that's just a great thing to be able to path out a strategy for healing. And so I I do feel like this is a take your time book. I don't think this is a race through book. But I, I think that whether you're going through loss or not, this is a book that will help you help others who are going through loss as well. So it helps to know what people are going through. And there's certainly, this is rich with story. One of the, the most powerful stories in this book is about my best friend, Lisa, who um, got the news that she had breast cancer and she had a double mastectomy while I was writing this book. And I was one of her key support people and she went through chemotherapy. And I talk a lot about the heartbreak that people go through when they get that diagnosis and they have to live with cancer, and suddenly their whole identity is shattered. They go from being a healthy person with hair to being bald and going through horrid, you know, chemotherapy. And, and you know, and so I, I really talk about how Lisa chose the hero's journey and show you that she learned that, you know, she didn't die, but what she learned in the process of her healing was how to live. Yeah.
0: Well and I think that's a big part of your message in general um, is that uh, you know we really need to embrace the love of life and be grateful for what we have
1: right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That the end you know of wholeness that that wholeness the return to joy is really acknowledging that all of life happens for you that as painful oh sorry. <laughs> Do you hear that? No. <laughs> sorry, my phone was ringing in my ear. (laughs) Why not to use the earbuds? (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Anyways. Yeah. That the whole of the journey is about embracing all of it, not just the good things, but to be able to say, wow, I am a better person because I went through that. I have more compassion. I am more connected to humanity. I have more love to give because I now really understand what love is. And, Self-love is equally as important as loving somebody else. And in fact, how can we really love anyone else unless we love ourselves? And certainly a healing journey will teach you, among many things, how to love yourself through that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting how you bring up self-care as well, because, you know, when you're going through grief, I think the last thing you're thinking about is how to, you know, how to look after on yourself. So what are some tips that you could give to someone who's watching the show right now on how to to really care for themselves when they're going through such an intense process?
1: Yeah, well, the first thing is just to be ever so gentle with yourself. Like that, you know this is a time period when you're going through loss, you know, it's not that time necessarily. I mean, unless training up for a triathlete is really what lights your fire and that's really going to be your immersion. You could do that. I mean, you have to decide that what self-care is for you. Hmm. For me, it was being gentle. It was backing off from life. It was allowing myself plenty of time and space to heal. It was spending time in nature. It was spending time with a very select very carefully select group of people that I would, you know, some, it was surprising. Some people I did not want to be around at all in grief that were some of my closest friends out of grief. You know, you, you get to decide what that means, but certainly the being gentle with yourself is the most important thing is, is think in terms of creating space for healing as much as you can. You know um, most people don't have the luxury of taking time off from work but you know keeping your schedule to a minimum when you're off work really helps you to create space and time for stillness takes a lot of stillness to feel your feelings it really does
0: yeah i i totally agree Dunning. um well thank you so much for joining us christine it's been awesome chatting with you today so if people want to connect with you or get their hands on the book where can we send them to do that
1: yeah, so go to um, From Heartbreak to because if you go there, it'll lead you through how you retrieve the bonus gifts that I offer you for purchasing the book for yourself and a friend. So, yeah, go to From Heartbreak to You can find out more about me at my website, Christine Carlson.com. But I would encourage you to go um, and check out the book on that site.
0: Yeah, I do too.
1: Thanks. So um, please make sure. Yeah. And we'll have either a
0: banner to the side or a link underneath the video where you can go through to do that directly. So thanks, Christine. It's been
1: me. Thank,
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, guys, I encourage you to share this video. Please let's get the word out. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, also, don't forget to click on the banner or the link to go through to Christine's website. And after all of that is finished, uh, click the link underneath that so that you can download the free ebook version of my best-selling book, Never in Your Wildest Dreams. So until next time, remember
1: to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon.